Hey yo, welcome back. Episode 13, Figure Out Podcast. We have a special guest in here today, Mr. Ross Barker. Would you like to introduce yourself? What's going on? My name is Ross Barker. I played football at Shenandoah University with Greg. It was um, quite the experience. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, yeah, this is uh, our other host, Brennan. So. You know me. If you don't know me by now, you should figure it out. Yeah, you got to figure it out. You, know, like you, you should know. Um. So, yeah, you guys catch some of the uh, football games this weekend? Caught a little bit. Yeah, I, I caught – let's see. I caught the – Um. let's see. Which games did I watch? I watched Washington versus Miami. Oh, man, that was a blowout. Yep. Yeah. That's you're nice. a you're a Ravens fan, right? Yes, sir. How you feeling about them Ravens this year? I think we're doing pretty good. I think we might be able to make the Super Bowl this year. The problem so. is we we always get into the playoffs and then we don't do anything in the playoffs. Yep, kind of like That's the Cowboys. Me and just are, like the Cowboys. Yeah, we're we're both Cowboys fans. So. No. Oh boy, I like yeah. the Ravens though. I respect them. They're they're good, man. Yeah, they got a good team. Uh, I think they're about to run away with that division, considering Browns are without their quarterback. I mean, they got the OG quarterback there, Joe Flacco, and all his eliteness there uh, for the Browns starting. Kenny Pickett, I just saw he's going to be out for a couple weeks. Oh, man. Yeah, he uh, shattered his ankle or something. So they got Mitch Trubisky starting in there. But, um, yeah, I saw the Cowboys game on Thursday night. That was a hell of a game. I know it was a battle. I know that. Um, yeah, so Dallas is winning a lot in the second or in the first half, and then Seattle scored to make it twenty-one twenty going in the second half, and Seattle was up mm-hmm. most of the second half. Dallas is moving it really good, but um, the De- uh, uh, Deion Bland he was getting exposed. Really? Yeah, DeAndre Bland. What's his name? Deion. Darren Bland. Darren Bland. What yeah. happened? He was just getting exposed. Metcalf was basically his dad the whole game. Ooh. He did get a clutch interception. Well, he got a good interception. On like a third down, but then the Cowboys like didn't do anything that drive. That was like the only drive they didn't do anything. There were no punts in the game. I still crazy. like Daron Bland. I don't care. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think the Cowboys get a good chance now. Ross, didn't you start out as a Giants fan originally? Ooh. Oh yeah. Let's. So um, I was like. I think I was nine years old. Yeah. I didn't really have a team. I was just piggybacking off on whoever was popular. And the Giants won the Super won Super Bowl 42, so I figured I would end up rooting for them. And let's just say they didn't do anything since then. So that was the year they beat the Patriots when they're 16-0, and 0, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, hell yeah, I'd root for them too. So, um, yeah, that was yeah. when they had that miracle catch in that game and – all that. Who are some of like your favorite players from that time? I would probably have to say David Tyree and at at the moment Eli Manning. Eli Manning. And then let's just say there's a reason why he retired. Yeah. Yeah. It's like those guys. Like not only are they do they suck at football now. Like a lot of those guys can't stay out of jail. Yeah. 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 That's facts. Kind of Cowboys players kind of have some of those problems too. It, it's a. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of the NFL. Um, 
Yeah, the Giants were good there, though. I mean, it was just really random because when you look at the Giants uh, historically, like you like look, oh, they're four and one in the Super Bowl. Like you think really good, but I think since the 1960s, they only have like eight division titles. So it's like they're really hit or miss. They're kind of like the Seattle Mariners of the NFL. You know, they'll randomly have that title run that one year, and then they just kind of don't do anything for a while. Yeah, there's a saying. I don't know if you ever heard it. A dead clock is right twice a day. Yeah. It's kind of Never like that, that because like everyone's going to get something at least one point. But then after that, they're just go- right back to their uh, trash ways. Yeah. Now, 2011, they won that Super Bowl, too, with a 9-7 and record. They just got hot at the right time. They beat Dallas uh, to get into the playoffs. Whoever won that game, uh, it was winner get in. That was the start of the uh, three. That was the first year to three year start where um, Dallas went eight and eight every year and lost the uh, division championship. They lost to Washington. They lost to the Giants in 2011, the Redskins. They were called the Redskins at that time. Yeah. Uh, now known as the commies, wherever the heck. Um, they don't command. I don't know why they're called the commanders. They don't command anything. Oh, they yeah. Command. No, no. They suck. They, they, they've always sucked. I was like, I, this is what I say. It was like, I don't care if you call them the commanders, the football team, or the Redskins. I don't, whatever you call them, Ravens are going to beat them. Yeah. No, that's, well, um, I hate to say it, we didn't beat them this year in preseason, but nobody cares about preseason. Oh, uh, yeah. They were, they were acting like they won the Super Bowl when they won. It's like, it's not a real game. Yeah. It doesn't count in the final standings. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go to that game? I did not. I thought about going to it. I just decided I was going to save up my money. I went, I think it was four weeks ago against Seattle. Yeah. That was definitely a good game to go to. It was 37 to three. I mean, our problem is we lose to teams we should beat. And then the teams we should get clobbered by, we end up clobbering. Yeah. I don't know. There's too many teams that should clobber the Ravens this year. They got a really strong run game. Lamar's playing really good football. They got a really good defense. Harbaugh's a hell of a coach. Oh. He needs to stop going for two when it's unnecessary, though. I'll yeah, say that. He does do that a lot. I remember a couple of years he did that. That's what they were like eight and three, and they end up finished like eight and nine or something. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I remember I was in the call. I was listening to the game. This was, I was working at Pizza Hut, and then I was, I remember I had the game on the radio, and I was, I was like, okay, they scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter. And then I heard the announcer say, they're going for two. And I was like, no, you didn't learn your lesson from last week. Some people say the the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting the different result. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't need to go for two. You got the best kicker. You have the best kicker of all time on your team. Now, granted, you do have one of the best quarterbacks of all time, but save your energy for overtime and beat the crap out of them. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I don't want to consider Lamar is definitely the, probably the goat running quarterback of all time. I wouldn't, I don't know about like greatest all time, all time, like where I'd rank yeah. him, but he's definitely yeah. getting up there. De- probably I'd say greatest running back or great, not running back, running uh, quarterback, running quarterback he, of all he time. He has to stop running into the hospital. I'll yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah. You remember when he uh what was it twenty twenty when he run off the field to go take a shit during the against the Browns? I never I seen that. Don't remember that. You don't remember? It was like it was a really good Monday night football game. Uh, it was either Monday night or Thursday night. They were playing Cleveland. It's when Cleveland did pretty good that one year too with the uh, Baker Mayfield and beat the uh, Steelers in the wild card round. Um, 
but they were facing off and uh, Lamar just randomly like ran off the field. And after the game, they said he was having like cramps, like leg cramps or something, but he had to, he had to go take a dump. When you gotta go, you gotta go. No, he came back like a few minutes later at first play. It was like fourth down through a touchdown. What? Oh, he's feeling good. Yeah. No, yeah. If you gotta, yeah. Nice. There is, um, Ross, my junior year, we were playing, uh, the apprentice school and, um, those guys suck. Yeah. They were really good the next year though. I'll tell you that, but, uh, we didn't play them, but, um, anyways, we were, we were beating the apprentice school pretty good. Yeah. I was at that game. I was on the sideline at that game. Yeah. Yeah. And like, um, we were, it was getting down the fourth quarter. I'm like, man, I really got to piss. And then one of our running backs like broke off a big run. And like, uh, got us in the scoring position with like a minute left. And I'm like, man, I kind of like, I, it'd be nice if we scored and I go back out and I'm like, man, I really got to piss and shit. Cause I was, I was the placeholder. And then we ended up scoring, but I was like, yeah, I don't know, it just kind of sucked. I was like, man, I was sitting there and I was like, hands are cold already. And like, just really kind of wanted the game to be over. So I mean, that just sucks when you got to use the restroom. There was one time during a high school game, my junior year, uh, you always gotta, you always gotta take a pregame dump if you don't like you just, that just messes everything up uh and i didn't this particular game we were playing jack Britt high school and the whole first half like my stomach was just like rumbling the whole time and then like i went like uh and like it was it was bad uh like i just feel it in my stomach and then like i went to the bathroom like immediately i like, got on the shitter like once i got uh in for halftime and like it sounded like a freaking bomb went off <laughs> Like all those gases just came out of me. Yo, when I was in high school, my junior year in high school, I can't even tell you how many times. I don't know. I must have been high. I don't know if I was hydrating too much. I don't know whatever it is, but it was always in the fourth quarter. I would have to go like crazy. Yeah. I would have to, I would have to, I would have to pee like really, really bad. And then I remember two times. Well, I remember one time the game went into overtime when I had to pee. So I was just jumping up and down on the <laughs> sideline and yeah. stuff. I was like, please get this game over with. Okay. I Okay. Look, we're 0-4 at this point. It was like, look, it's it's not going to make that much of a difference. Yeah. And then I remember, um, what was it? It was senior night. And I was just, I think I had gone at halftime. That was a crazy thing. I got at halftime, I think. And then it was the fourth quarter, and it was and the, it was a really really close game, and they were, they were taking all these timeouts, I think, too. And I was just jumping all over. If that game had gone into overtime, I would have gone in my pants. Oh yeah, no, there was. I mean, if these high schools, they got like all these big inflatable helmets. They can, you can invest in a porta potty. That's crazy. They didn't even have one. Yeah. Um, people are saying like you have to be oh just be a man and just hold it it's like no that's that's not how (laughs) so at shenandoah university there's like uh there's like these stairs that kind of come down to the field level and so there's like a little cover and where like the hill and the rocks are so during the games like players like they would go and face the stand but you couldn't see them because they're under the stairs brendan and mm-hmm. guys would just be pissing on that hill like middle of the game where they'd be pulling trig there too nice like there's this one kid we had he would always like pull trig before a game so is that the designated spot oh yeah that was the designated spot nice. i think, I, really think so. I think i saw someone throwing up on that hill one time 
during. Oh, uh, the there's game. a lot of people that threw up on that, especially the grass. Yeah, I think I remember, home, I remember homecoming my junior year. I think it was I think it was Michael Davidson. He was throwing up during the game. Yeah. Yeah. So now there was yeah there was a bunch of guys that uh, did that. Did uh, Ross? Are you familiar with the high school? Uh, it's a private school. It's called Woodbury Forest. I don't think I've heard of it before. All right. Well, we played them in high school a couple years, like when I was in high school, and it was supposed to be it was supposed to be really hot uh, when we were playing them. It was like sometime September, October. It's supposed to be unusually hot. So our uh, the training staff gave us like these hydration pills, and we got on the bus. And it was like a thirty minute ride to the stadium, and like we had all been hydrating stuff. What the heck was that? Uh, dude, I swear I was on that bus pissing and pissing on a charter bus. Like if you've never done it, it's like really hard. Like the bus is moving around. You're just trying to stand up straight <laughs> and like, you're, you think you're going to crash and like die. Dude, I swear I had pissed for like three minutes straight. Cause like the hydration pill, it made you like piss like crazy. Whew. You're drinking nice. so much water. I stuff, remember dude. what was it? It was my, um, this was my sophomore year. This was my first year. This, this uh, sophomore year of high school. This was my first year ever playing football. Yeah. We were on a, um. We were on the bus going home from a scrimmage, and I really had to go, and um, we couldn't pull over for some reason. So I had this big water jug. I had to chug it, and then I ended up going on the bus in the in the chug in in the um yeah. in the jug on the bus. Oh shit! Yeah, and it, it was freaking freaking wild. And I was like, some people were trying to take pictures. I'm like, yo, that's oh, gay. No, what? That is, yo, can't be doing that. Can't be doing that. I mean, I shouldn't have been doing that. I was like, but I mean, cheer your buddy on. Yeah, cheer your guy on. Maybe give him a pat on the back, but you know, you don't gotta. Like, I'm gonna. You take pictures. I'm gonna freaking pour this on you when I'm done. Yeah, there's a lot of funny stuff that happened on the bus during sports and stuff, especially in high school. Yeah, I wish I could have experienced that. Well, you ever been on like a long bus ride and like had to piss? Yes, and I've used a little bathroom in the back, and it was, it was a magical experience. Yeah, I always told guys I was going to go take a shit on the bus, and, they, and everybody like turned oh. their head when you say that because you're not supposed to do that mm-hmm. because they just yeah you're not those aren't for yeah those aren't shitters. Um, yeah, man, having the piss on the bus, I just I couldn't stand like I didn't like away games like long bus rides like yeah it was fun and like having that you know like especially if you won. And, you know, hanging out with the guys and celebrating. But, uh, yeah, I just the, – the weight. And then if you got to go to the bathroom, like especially in high school, dude, like because you're just taking regular activity buses. If you got to – like you get stuck in traffic and you got to go, that sucks, man. Like that – that is just a miserable experience. Yeah. Um. So, Ross, do you want to like – you know, any like – Fun memories that come up from like Shando or like funny things that happen at Shando University you want to dive into, like football wise. See, I got a lot of I got a lot of I probably got a lot of memories at Shenandoah. Um one little known fact about me is I actually did not start out at Shenandoah. I started out at Bridgewater College. Okay. And um, yeah, my freshman year I was at Bridgewater College and um my um what was it? We'll see. We had a JV game at Shenandoah. Okay. And I remember um, the uh, guy that I sat next to on the bus ended up going with his family. So he didn't come back to school with us. So they had pizza for every um, for every row. Yeah. They had a whole box of pizza, 
So I had a whole box of pizza that I ended up eating by myself. Nice. What kind and of pizza then, was it? Yeah. And then I remember everyone was act, looking at me like I was crazy. But then there was there was a guy two rows in front of me, and they asked him if he ate a whole pizza too. And he and he was like, I ate two whole pizzas. And then I remember three days later after that, the uh, strength and conditioning coach was getting really mad because a lot of people missed the um, morning workout that day. So there was more. So let me give you a little backstory. So there's morning workouts for um, in season, and then there's afternoon workouts. And the morning workouts are usually it, it depends on your class schedule. And people weren't communicating with him, but um, apparently people were skipping class and they had bad grades and stuff. And when I got to this workout. There were like um, there was it was there were like sixty people in the weight room. Yeah, and then he got really mad at us. He was like, "You guys are skipping class and sleeping in and acting up." And I could tell because your grades suck. Like the and we can't that do the workout that I was going to have you guys do because there's just way too many people in here. So you guys got 150 burpees. Oh and let God. me remind you, this was three days after I ate a whole pizza for the first time in my life. And then 150 each? Yeah, yeah. We have 150 burpees, every single one of us. Even oh the even God. the guys who weren't screwing around. And so we got so I got done with my burpees and I I finished more I finished before most of the guys did. I probably should have paced myself out. And then he then the coach was like, all right. So some of y'all don't know how to count, so we're going to do them again. Uh, and then oh I got dick. to 70, and then I ended up passing out. Oh, shit. You passed out? Yep. Oh, man. We, uh, yeah. And man, then we had gasters during practice. Oh, I, yeah. How often did you guys, like, condition at practice? Like, what, which conditioning was harder, Bridgewater or Shenandoah, like, from your experience? Well, I'll say, um, well, definitely, well, obviously Shenandoah because we had like the pit and stuff. Because, yeah, let's just be honest, camp is never over. <laughs> no, it's not. You're always in camp. I, shit, I still have nightmares this day about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I have nightmares that um, Coach Oliver is gonna show up in my apartment and be like, "Get him shopping." Yeah. Um, what was I gonna ask? Yeah, no, I mean that's uh. I saw a couple guys pass out in high school. We would do like this boot camp in the springtime. And so the first day was always just like you're standing in line. It's like the military and you're just doing push-ups, sit-ups, leg lifts, flutter kicks. And you're just doing this for like two hours straight. And like the first year we did it, like we're all standing there, like assuming the position, like, you know, you're standing there super locked in. And then when you hear just this giant thud, and I'm like, what the hell was that? And this kid uh, who's a receiver – he like uh, let his legs, he let his knees lock out, and he just hit the ground like, oh, really hard. No. And then he did it again, like once he woke up. So yeah, it was yeah, it's pretty interesting. You but know, um, I got I, I, something that's come to mind now. I remember my um, what was it? My sophomore year, I had just transferred from Bridgewater. Yeah, and I don't know what happened, but nobody told me that there were going to be one tens on the first night of practice. <laughs> oh man, and um. Actually, I think right, I remember it was that Sunday leading up to it. Someone said, who used to be on the team, said something to me about 110s. I was like, I thought he was joking. Yeah. And then I got there. He was like, 
And then, and then, um, what was it? Richie, Pat Richie was like, "You ready for these one tens?" And I was like, "We'll see." Yeah. And then I got out there, and I didn't pace myself out, just like in the burpees the previous year at Bridgewater, and um, I was running the first five one tens pretty fast, and I was like, "Wow, everyone in this team is really slow." Yeah. And then I got to about 10 and then I realized why they were so slow because they were pacing themselves out. I got 12 out of 16. And I remember those last, like those last three one tens, I was just like jogging, like, yeah, like, so, like a freaking fat lady or something. Did you even train for it at all that year or no? I had no idea that they were, I, we were going to be doing them. That's pretty that good week. though. If you got 12 and you didn't even know they were happening, Brennan, how, how like, uh, how many one tens do you think you could do like before, like, or how, how, how long do you think it'd take you to run 110 yards? Let's ask that first. I don't even know. You don't know. Just yeah, I remember have my, um, it, was, idea. it was the, um, it was the spring leading up to uh, my junior year, which, which was your freshman year. So you weren't at Shenandoah yet. Yeah. But I remember the last one, the, let's see, I had already gotten all 15. I had gotten 15. So the last one I was like, I'm just gonna sprint this one and get it yeah. over. I got it in like I got it in like 12 seconds. Nice. And then I and then I fell on the floor on, on the turf. Yeah. So the way the conditioning test works is it's 16 110 yard sprints, and yeah. So this and then so there's three like skill groups that go they divide you up so if you're a receiver defensive back you have 16 seconds if you're a big skill which is quarterbacks running backs and linebackers tight ends and, and then kicker yeah kickers punters are in that group 17 seconds and then uh offensive and defensive linemen were 19 seconds and you'd have about 40 seconds they'd say maybe 45 is really more like 40 seconds to rest in between each one and so you don't want to go like full out like balls to the walls on it because then like you'll just tire yourself out. But you really got to pace yourself. Uh, I honestly think it's kind of unnecessary. I think you should only like we should only do ten because like in my experience, like seeing like I passed it every time I took it. Um, and it's a good way to see like if you come in shape. But I mean, we just had a lot of guys get injuries just from doing that test, just like pull their hamstrings. Or my junior year, it was ungodly hot and. Uh, a bunch of guys got uh, rhabda, um, which is like kind of, I guess, like where your like kidneys and stuff start shutting down because it's so hot. Oh my god! Yeah, no, people are in the hospital for like, yeah. I mean, they they should have hydrated better. You need to come in shape in the camp and to do something like that. But um, yeah, that we literally had multiple guys end up in the hospital just throwing up at night and just had to miss multiple days of camp. So it's just like, what's the point? You know, we're gonna get in shape in camp by doing some of the other drills that we do. Why are we hurting ourselves? So yeah, yeah, and then and then the I, one thing you forgot to mention is when we um, where did he go? Nah, he's just picking something up. Okay, the crazy the other part is if you don't, however many one tens you don't pass. Oh yeah, we have these things called captain runs. Oh, we had God. to get up at six o'clock in the morning and do a bunch of running and stuff. Nice for every so single one. It was like so well, it was like twenty minutes to. It was like basically just 20 or 30 minutes, but it felt like a lot more than that sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it was more of just like a I mean, inconvenience 
saying that like, oh, you need to come in shape. And then like, if you were legitimately like, maybe you tried, let's say like you're a bigger guy and you got eight, but then like you ran the other eight, but you just didn't get your time. Then you just have to show up to eight of them. It would help you get in shape. But let's say you ran 12 of them, but then you tapped and you didn't run the last four. You'd have to show up for all 16 captain runs. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. So you wanted to finish like every time. Yeah. I remember Coach Oakley just told the old lineman, he was like, they were, he was like, just get six of them. <laughs> yeah. Now, I think there might have been one offensive lineman that, like, got at one time, like, all 16, but it's pretty few and far between. Defensive remember, lineman, um, like, smaller guys that can get it pretty easily. But Yeah, I remember Mikey got uh, – Mike, uh, Michael Davidson, he got – I think he said he got 12 his junior year. Yeah. So that's Mason Mason Caldwell he he ended up he ended up getting all sixteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little easier for defensive linemen. They got to be more athletically like inclined. Yeah, uh, to play their position. Yeah. Ross, is there any particular reason you transferred from Bridgewater? Um, so there were some issues with. It was a pretty good school. I it was a good environment and stuff. There were some. There were some issues on the um there were there were a bunch of childish stuff. I didn't know that that was just part of like that was just guys being guys, but there were some issues with administration and um at the time I was in the kinesiology program. Yeah. And they were telling me that if that I wouldn't be able to stay in the kinesiology program and I wasn't going to – I didn't dress for a single game my uh, freshman year, and there was this guy, Cameron wow. Giesman. He's a, he's a heck of a kicker. Um, he was he was in my same class, and he was the starter, and I was like, there's no way I'm getting – and there were a bunch of other kickers on the team. I was like, there's no way I'm getting any playing time. So I just ended up transferring. Yeah. I, the reason I heard about Shenandoah, it was my sister actually went to Shenandoah. Okay. Nice. And um, – I remember I saw, let's see, I went to the uh, Bridgewater at Shenandoah game for, let's see, it was the homecoming my uh, freshman year. Yeah. And I figured, and I saw the kick, the first kick of the game. I don't, I don't know if this influenced my. It was a, it was a line drive. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, maybe, maybe I could do this. Yeah. But then I get there, and then Jack Massey. Uh, He's a heck of an athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no position that that guy doesn't play. Yeah, he was a heck of a player. So, um, yeah, yeah, man, college college ball is tough. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, you get in there and it's just like an all star camp. Even if you're at the Division three level or any of the NIIA uh, levels, I mean, they're you know you got to come prepared to play and stuff. And like you know, it's basically you're going to an all star camp. Um, so tell us a little bit. You played a little bit of semi-pro ball. Like, tell us about that experience oh, and how that nice. works. This is um. Let's see. Yeah. So um, I played semi-pro football for a team called the Colonial Titans. The team doesn't exist anymore, and you're and you're and after I tell you about this, you're going to understand why. Okay. Um. So it was a guy named Glenn Jennings. He's got a. Glenn Jennings and um, what was he? J- Jason Knight. They're both very um, they're, they're they they coach hard and stuff. They they're definitely passionate about the game, and they wanted to, they wanted to make it affordable for guys because there's a lot of people who can't play football because they don't have the money. Yeah, they wanted to they wanted to um, 
they wanted to ease the burden a little bit. And it, it was a great, it was a great effort. They really wanted to do something great in the community. And I applaud them for that. The problem was there were some guys on that team that just, they, they, they couldn't hang. They were just, they were making excuses, all this stuff, which you, which you're an adult. It's like, you got jobs. Some people have kids and like, you got all the stuff you got to do, but you still got to come to the field prepared to play. So what's like a typical week look like in like a semi-pro thing like that? Like how many practices are you having? You know, what's like the, how organized is it? And like, you usually, we usually only had practice on Tuesday and Thursday. Okay. It was at eight o'clock at night. And um, let's see, we would, well, for me, it was a little different. Like we would start out with punting or we would start out with special teams. And then it was kind of like, it was basically the same experience in high school and college where I would just go off and do my thing yeah. while they while they would just do their uh, defensive drills and stuff. But I remember um, we didn't score a touchdown the entire time that team was running. The team didn't score a touchdown. Oh, nice. And then I, I, I remember my first game there, I was living in Winchester at the time. I wasn't going to school or anything. Uh, the, he, the, um, Glenn Jennings, um, the owner of the team, he asked me if I could, they were having some issues with their kicker and they, he asked their punter, well, I was only punting at the time, but he asked me if I could come down there and punt and I was already going to be going there for something. So I was like, yeah, sure. I can, yeah, sure. I can play for you guys this week. And I figured I would just stay with them. So, um, my, my uh, first game there, I didn't. I didn't do like amazing or anything. I think I did pretty good. I I did what I could. We lost yeah. nothing. I do remember I some some guy tried to knock me out. I I don't know why they didn't call it targeting, but take, it take a pot shot at you. Yeah, yeah. I it was a bad snap. I went to pick up the ball, and then it, it was a helmet to helmet. I got knocked right on the ground, and I was like, I was thinking, why did you not call that targeting? That is literally the definition of targeting. You could put the target logo on on the freaking <laughs> replay. That was that's how bad that's how bad it was. Everyone saw it except for you. But like how 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 legit are these refs like at these games? Honestly, I don't even know if they're getting paid. They're maybe getting (laughs) twenty bucks a game. Yeah, wow. Refs make decent money. They usually make like fifty bucks a game or a hundred something. Or I don't know about like at semi pro level, but like like, maybe a little maybe like a hundred, but it's nothing that you can make a living off of. Yeah. And then it's the next week, job, though. yeah. And then the next week, um, this was probably the one of the. This was probably the worst football game I've ever been a part of. Yeah, it was really windy, so I was punting into the wind. I remember my first, the first punt of the game, I, it got blocked. It, and the guy who blocked it was a guy who actually played at Bridgewater, uh, Brady Barefoot. Heck oh, of an no. athlete. He gave me a he gave me pressure the whole game. But then I remember we were down 40 nothing at halftime. Yeah. And um I remember one of the guys we were talking to each other, and, and then um one guy was like, Hey, let me tell y'all something. I'm 51 years old, I'm twice most of y'all's age. I've been doing I've been playing football, I've coached, I've done all this stuff. I've never seen a team fall apart like this. Like nice. He had gray stuff on his beard, and he's still out there playing. Some people call him a loser, but like when you when you can play at that age, that's impressive. But then um, I 
then I remember, I think I told you about this um, a few days after it happened. Um, I look over at one point. I don't even remember what I was doing beforehand. This was the second half that started. I just see one guy body slam another guy on our team. There were both guys on the Titans, and then a big fight broke. I thought at first I thought they were just like boys being boys. Yeah, I thought they were fucking her. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, it, which in that case, I'm like, you guys, you need to be paying attention to the game. And then they start throwing punches. I go in, I go in there with like seven other guys to try to break up the fight. And then our head coach, he had missed the first half because he was at a funeral. Oh, and then man. he comes in and then he and then he starts yelling. He was like, I come from death to watch this die. <laughs> nice. You put money into this. And y'all are screwing it up. I just came from a funeral and y'all are making and y'all are dying. I think he might have even said I, I would say that they were dying even worse than that person. <laughs> um, and then yeah. and then like there were like 20 or maybe 15 or 20 guys who just walked off the t- just walked off the field mid-game. Yeah. They just left. We were we ended the game with 15 guys. Yeah. So how many guys told her on the team? Like, what was the average age? Um, I'd say maybe mid twenties. Um, there were some early twenties. There were a few guys that were in college, but uh, yeah, there was there were some guys in their thirties. Anyone yeah. can play. Yeah. Uh, personally, then, I mean, respect for you to doing that. I mean, I don't know if I do that. Just like the injury risk and like you know getting hurt out there and you're not making money. So that's hard, but like if you really love the game, you want to go do that. Like I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ended up leaving Sweet. the team because there were just a bunch of issues, like with with how it was run. Yeah, and it was not even because we were losing. It well, well. In addition to all the issues, like I have stuff going on in my life. Like I I need to get a job. Like I'm like I'm probably like I I I have my finances a little bit more stable now. I'm probably gonna see if I can find another team to play for. Nice. Now, but at that point, I was like, I need to get I, I was trying to find a job. Like yeah. I was at one point I was working four jobs. Wow. Man. I was working Got four jobs. I was working 50 hours a week sometimes. And I was like, I and I was also a volunteer at my church. Yeah. And it was like I'm trying to balance all this stuff. And then and then it's in addition to that, it's never fun playing for a losing team. Yeah. And the team is defunct now, and you can I bet you can probably understand why. It yeah. makes sense. Do you guys do any crazy conditioning drills like the pit at Shenandoah? Um, not really. I do remember one time during practice, people were talking during what was supposed <laughs> to be the end of practice. It was the post practice huddle, and then and then they made us plank. They made us do a like a minute long plank, or I think or whatever. I think it was like three minutes. I don't know if I could get behind that. Like, I'm a grown man, like, playing, like, I'm not getting – because you guys weren't getting paid, were you? No. Yeah, like, we were, we're, we were paying to play. Yeah, so, like, I'm paying to play to have fun and stuff. And, like, I got another grown man. I might be older than coaching me. And, like, he's telling me the condition. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> um, But, yeah, now the to talk about the pit, I want to cover this real quick. So we had this crazy like conditioning drill that I don't think anywhere in the country is doing uh, at Shenandoah. And the pit is five stations, and it's uh, it's like a the pit's like a demonic entity. I mean, it really is. Like it's it's something. It's it's really bad. Um, but it's these five stations, 
And uh, everything's based off of the group that's doing the up-downs and how long you do your station for. So they have 50 up-downs in that group. So do you know what an up-down is? Like it's you, it's like a burp. You're just hitting the ground. You're getting back up as fast. Except you just yeah, don't, I know what you, you're you talking just don't about. Jump after you come back up. Yeah. Oh, that sucks, dude. Yeah. So every, everybody else's group is based on like you're doing that station, how long like that they're doing that. So the coaches is blowing the whistle. The other stations are there's a ladder drill where you're doing like a agility ladder stuff. And then there's a uh, there's a giant hill that's like on a steep ass angle going straight up the hill. It's like, I don't know, 40, 50 degree incline. You got to run up and touch that fence and come down. Hard oh parts God. coming down and not tumbling down. Like if that hill's wet, you cannot run up there. And then the other stations are, it's a two-man sled where you and another guy are pushing a sled. And then the fifth one is these little crab sleds where they're like a sled that sl- sits like an inch off the ground. You have to push them up this tiny hill. Yeah, you got to either oh push God. it up or push it down. So my first, like, when you get into camp, like you usually do the pit on like the second or third day. Like uh, it's like a day after you do your uh, conditioning test. And so they don't really, the upperclassmen traditionally don't tell the underclassmen on what the pit is. It's just kind of like a big surprise, like a big FU. And um, so then I, my first station, I'm with the quarterbacks and receivers and it's the uh, receivers coach. And he's like, he tells, he's like, all right, everybody get your fucking mouthpiece in. So I'm like, all right, put my mouthpiece in and we're doing the, the crab sled and pushing it up this hill. Well, I'm sitting there waiting my turn and there's this kid in front of me, this receiver. He doesn't have his mouthpiece, and he's like, "Hey, such and such, dumbass box." He sends them into this. The dumbass box is this spray painted like circle, and you're just pushing a plate over your head, like a 45 pound plate, for the entire time until either somebody else comes in there and gets you out, or they. Oh my god! Or what they would do is they would catch multiple guys with their uh, mouthpiece out. And then, so they send them, dude, they would run out of plates and guys would be pushing trash cans over their heads. Holy crap. dude! And then like, sometimes we would go down the hill with the crab sled. And so people would be trying to run it, chug their feet. I would, the kids would do cart. It would like jack itself into the ground. They would do a cartwheel over the damn, uh, over the, the uh, sled and just like backflip over the air and tumble over. And nice. then like coach would be like, he would call him out. Like kids would be running back, trying to drag the sled, trying not to get, you know, put the dumbass <laughs> box. He, he'd be like, I can't have slow receivers, such and such dumbass box. And it, like, and like, you're thinking he's looking at you. And then like, Oh my God, it, dude, it was so funny. I never got put in it. Luckily, Ross, did you ever get put in the, in the dumbass box? Yeah, my freshman year, um, I there was um, <laughs> I don't remember what happened. It was a we were push. I was pushing it up with um, this one guy. He he was a, he graduated the year before you came in. It was Adrian Daniel. Um, yeah. we were pushing it up, and I think I think the I think it just got it, I think it just got caught on something. I don't know if there was mud there or whatever it was. Yeah, I'm so you get stuck. Brother. But yeah, yeah, and then we got pushed in. We got put in there, and I, I mean, there was the rubber plates that we were pushing up there, so it really wasn't that hard. I was like, we were almost done anyway. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, on, like, that I, was... I take this call from my brother real quick. Okay. What's going on? Hey, do you want to mute? Do you want to mute yourself? Or here, I'll... all right. I got you. All right. Um, intermission. Uh, so I had, oh man, I really want to tell him about the dream, but I want him to hear about the dream. 
Um, I don't know. What, what do you think of Ross's football experience that he's telling you so far? It's pretty good. It's, it's yeah. brutal, man. I couldn't do that. I mean, well, I could. You could. You could if you put I your could now. I could now. But, like, if, if I tried to do that when I was in high school, dude, no freaking way. It would have broke me. Yeah. It would have broke me. Honestly, Pinecrest is really good training for uh, college football. All yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, Ross, got you back in here. All right. Um, Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to tell you guys about this uh, funny dream I had a couple of days ago, or like a couple of weeks ago. It was it was pretty crazy. I think you guys are going to like this. Um, so I'm having this dream, right? And we're on like this like field trip, like kind of thing. And we're going to see Biden speak, like at a press <laughs> conference, or try to speak at least, because he, that, he yeah, he, he can't, he can't make a coherent sentence. Yeah, yeah. So like, we get, it's supposed to be like the, I, I don't know if you see on like Instagram or things. It's supposed to be like the congressional, like the the press conference room, where that like that KGP is, and like she answers questions there. But it's weird. It's kind of set up more like a church. Like you got like the brown pews and stuff. And that's what we're all sitting in, in the dream. And Biden comes in, and he's got, like, this bright, like, pink polo on, okay? And he kind of comes in there, and I have, like, a question I'm going to, like, ask. I have this really good question that I'm going to ask him. I'm like, I think what it was was, what do you think makes, like, what do you think, uh, what are the qualities or traits that makes a leader good? Or, like, what makes, what are the traits that make, you know, for good leadership? That's what I was going to ask him. I'm like, oh, I think this will stump him or something. And uh, so anyways, he gets in there and he's kind of like fiddle dicking around. He's like kind of trying to do like a French accent or something. It's really weird. This guy's like, he's like walking over here and then he's walking, like kind of wandering, doing his like little, like, uh, you know, just waddle thing he does walking back and forth. And then there's this, uh, there's this black girl up on the stage with them. And she's kind of trying to like nudge him on. It's like this young black girl. And she's wait, like, wait, was it the press secretary? No, it was somebody different. My dreams are really weird. I can't explain them. But hey, uh, we're guys. All of our dreams are weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, amen to that. But he, she's kind of like nudging him and trying to get him like, hey, get to the point. You know why we're here. All of a sudden, he winds up and then just fucking elbows yeah. her in the face. And then just like takes yeah. off in the other direction. We're like, oh my, like, we're like, what just happened? What's it like? <laughs> then the Capitol Police come in and they start tasing like all of us. Like, we have to like get down on the ground. They start tasing us. And us. Dude, Wait, why crazy. were they tasing you? I, I don't know. We were trying to escape, I guess, because like we had like the evidence, like it was on film or something. I don't know. It was really strange. <laughs> yeah, they're probably trying to, they're, they're probably trying to destroy any evidence because they don't want to. Because because liberals they they can't own up to the fact that Joe Biden sucks. They know that it, they they know it. They're trying to distract everyone else because that that that's the deal with every like they they'll talk about Trump and they'll say oh Trump says all these mean tweets. At least you can understand what the heck Trump is saying. At least he you can put a stutter all the time. <laughs> and Joe Biden can't even talk. Yeah, the guy's just a puppet. He's not the one running the country. Yeah, he wasn't elected. He was installed. <laughs> that that is a good term for it. No. He was forcibly placed. By his handlers. That's Imagine right. having handlers. Couldn't be me. Um yeah. reading a teleprompter. Personally, yeah. I don't I don't think he won in 2020. I have a lot of questions, but yeah, here's yeah, the thing. I wake I mean, at the same time, I feel like there are enough there are enough people who are there are a lot of people that don't him. like Trump. 
Yeah. Yeah, but it's the same. Uh, but, but here's the thing: I've heard a bunch of people saying. I've heard a bunch of people who voted for Biden's. They say they even most of the liberals I've heard from. They've said that they're going to vote for Trump. Yeah. Wow. Nice. That's the thing. Like, like I have. Like, like I remember BLM because that was one of the big uh, factors. After Biden got elected, they ended up saying that the black community is work is under worse conditions under Biden than it was under Trump. Yeah, there's that BLM yeah. founder from Rhode Island just last week that said he came out. He said he's voting for Trump. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's uh, I think people I really hope people wake up. Uh, I think they are. It's just are we going to win? I think. Honestly, I think Trump won last time because there's a lot of the same thing we're talking about now. There's a lot of people that, like, even my own family, that have voted Democrat in years past and they voted for Trump in 2020. And so, like, that's just kind of like a thing, like, you kind of hear across the country when you talk about people. Like, people really like Trump. Like, I've watched videos of, uh, like, people that do documentaries and they go into the roughest parts of St. Louis with, like, kids and gangs and stuff. And they ask them, Trump or Biden? And they're like, Honestly, Trump, like the media did Trump dirty. You know, when Biden was in Biden's in office, we got six dollar gas six dollars a gallon for gas. Trump was in office, we had gas for three dollars a gallon. And it's like the inner city of St. Louis, which is like really rough. And like, you know, they're they're saying Trump. So Well, it's weird to me that people can claim that Biden has done anything good at all yeah. for us. But people will find some kind of excuse. Oh yeah. Well, it, the thing is, people have Trump derangement syndrome, and then they just they can't they just can't have Trump. It has to be anybody but Trump. Like Trump Biden, indeed. yeah. Biden doesn't offer anything. He doesn't bring anything to the table. Trump actually yeah. offers something in the form of like you know better economy, America being stronger, which in turn makes the world stronger. And our foreign policy, we have peace across the world. If you look at uh, Robert F. Kennedy, he actually brings something to the table uh, with how much the like big pharma hates him. Uh, he has better economic plans than like what we currently have trying to get affordable housing and, you know, just things like that. And he's a big environmental guy and stuff. We're not like, he's like crazy. Like there's some things I'm not too sure about him, but he actually brings something to the table. Unlike Biden. He has something to at least offer. Yeah. So Ross, do you think we're like, as a country, like we're in a spiritual war or a spiritual, spiritual war, like a war kind of like against God. Oh yeah, absolutely. We, I mean, if you take a look at what's going on, we school prayer is banned. You're not allowed to force kids to pray in school, and they'll they'll. The only time that you'll ever hear prayers when there's a shooting involved or something. Yeah, but drag shows are allowed. Oh yeah, no, it's you're allowed. Good. You're allowed to bring people who don't even know what their gender is yeah. into a classroom with a bunch of little kids and they, and, and they, a, a bunch of grown men who are dressed up as women because they're, they're for whatever reason. And then they just, they just end up twerking. That's okay. That's okay. But teaching the Bible's not okay. Taking kids to church is not okay. Prayer is not okay. Um, Here's an idea. How about we stop telling five-year-olds about sex? Oh, yeah. They shouldn't know about that. Forcing all this stuff. How about we stop telling kids that that, that they were born in the wrong gender because because you're trying to be relevant, because you're trying to get the – because you're trying to get the attention off of the fact that 
your president is doing a terrible job running the country. Yeah, yeah they, uh, own, they they never own up to anything that they do. The the left that and these demonic people they never own up to anything that they do because they don't they don't want they, they don't want to take accountability because that means that they're gonna have there's gonna be change. Yeah, and that's that's kind of like the how it is with this war against God. It's like people they they don't they don't want to change because they don't want to give in to God. They know that he's real they know that he's real that they know that jesus is real they but that they don't yield to it because they don't want to change because because that that no that means they have to give up some things but someone who's been a christian for eight years i can honestly say that he that god is better than anything that this world has to offer especially Absolutely. in the school system the yes. school system is messed up i still have not used my degree yet but what i have I used is my faith and That's it'll really take you way point. far. You can be, you can be the smartest person in the classroom and the dumbest person in the world. That's what we have a lot of that today. Just because you're yeah. educated doesn't mean you're smart. Uh, I see that kind of every day, just out in the world. Um, but yeah, man, like when you're saying, like you know, with the culture war we're having, a war against God, and it's not necessarily even like when we say demonic, we don't mean like people are possessed and it's like the exorcism and things like that. Demonic, anything demonic, like the devil's trying to do, he's just trying to simply turn you away from God. So it's not even necessarily like a really evil thing. It's just something that distracts you from like you know doing God's will and stuff. Yeah. Like, and that's that's like. You know, I don't have any ill will against gay people or any of that, you know, but yeah, like, I have I have an uncle who's gay. Yeah, like I have I have family members that, you know, are gay and stuff. But um, yeah, like the thing is, like if they really are saying like 20 percent of our generation falls under this LGBTQ category, that's 20, that's one, you know, one in five people that are like not producing anymore, like reproducing humans. And I just think like that really goes against the will of God when you're not reproducing humans. Like it goes against biology. Yeah. Now there are some people who are in situations where it's probably not a good idea to get married. And yeah. like, in that case, you shouldn't, you, you shouldn't produce, but if you're, but you, you need to re reproduce humans to make, you need to, you need to have male and female relationships to produce more humans. Well, I'm just saying you have kids to spread the word of God. Like, I feel like that's kind of the ultimate goal and that follows biology too. So yeah. it's like, it, it kind of connects, you know, God yeah. and science yeah. together. Yeah. The LGBTQ, it's kind of, it's kind of a selfish thing because you're just, you're going, you're using your selfish desires to um, you're, you're indulging in pleasure. So in rather than reproducing and carrying out God's will. Yeah, and like the thing is, like if people, it's a free country, so if people do want to do that, that's fine. But you know, if you're you're consenting adult, all that kind of stuff. The thing is, do not you don't we don't need to conform to your way of life. Like this whole crap, where it's you know, uh, we need transgender bathrooms, and it's a hate crime if you don't use my pronouns. And you know, your oh, kids will come that. to yeah, your kids will come to drag story time hour. I mean, people are just fucking tired of it. It's just it's ridiculous. And, the, and another thing, I heard uh, there was a I don't know if you ever heard of Andy Frazella. I'm not familiar. No. Okay, there's this guy online who does this podcast. He talks about all this stuff. Um, he he does a lot of conservative stuff. He says, and he he did a show where he was talking about 
I hear all these people saying, oh, I stand with Israel. I stand with this. I stand with that. And he was like, all right, if you stand with those people, then get on a plane and go to those countries and fight with them. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because, I agree. Yeah, you don't ever say, but you don't ever hear them saying stuff like, oh, I stand with the billions of kids that are having this demonic agenda shoved down their throat. You don't ever see them. You don't ever hear them saying, I stand with the millions of homeless military veterans that have served this country that Joe Biden is now crapping on. You, you don't ever hear them say, I stand with any of that stuff. You know why? Because they don't even mean what they say. They're just yeah. they're just trying to look good. That's what that's that that's all it is. Oh yeah. No, I mean it's just you, you can make it look good on social media. You can make it look good in front of certain people. You know, it, it reminds me, you know what they do with mum you do they do mummies, they give them these, these big beautiful carcasses, these caskets to distract but it it distracts from the fact that there's a dead body underneath. Yeah. yeah. That's what the Democrat Party is. Never thought of it like that. That's a that's a good way to put it. Yeah, no, it's all just smoke and mirrors. They don't have any real values, but what they're just trying to push is socialism and authoritarianism. Mm-hmm. Just have their way or the highway, and just have complete control of your lives. So, yeah. Now I do have some friends who are who are more on the left who are not like completely insane and like I'm I'm I'm, I'm there are people like that. There's a there's a lot of them who I would who 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 I have really good friendships with and the thing is we that we, we respect each other the yeah. problem is most democrats most people on the left think that you oh you have to think the way that i believe and they they think i hear all this talk about people are shoving christianity and religion down people's throats you're are you even paying attention to the stuff that's going on in the school board with the with with, with the democrats pushing this this gay agenda on kids telling them that they were born in the wrong gender all the drag queen stuff i don't want to i don't ever want to hear anything about us shoving religion down your throat when you're really literally trying to demonize and kids and it, it, i don't want to hear that yeah no it's right. ridiculous i want to share something can you guys see this image yeah I can yeah see i it. can see your screen uh, can you see the image? What's going on there? Or no, I see a vortex. Yeah, it's, it's okay, a constant mind. void. I'm trying to figure out how to share this image here. My, uh, I gotta, I gotta figure it out. Um, man, I wanna. Uh, all right, well, never mind. Well, the image is. Uh, I've shared it with Brennan before. It's a picture of a uh, drag show that was held here in Winchester a few months ago. Oh, oh no. God. at the museum uh and i'll send it to both i'm having trouble about here i'm sending it to you now ross and uh i'll send it to you brennan too but um oh, it's it. really disturbing because you see a kid going up to this person in uh like a red bikini and like you're that that's a man and it's like why that's not acceptable that wouldn't be acceptable if it's a woman doing that you know or a stripper why is it acceptable just you got to be a man and do that sort of thing like why are we why are we allowing this that's another thing we're looking at the picture. Why are they allowing these these transgender surgeries? They're just it's just ridiculous. If you're an adult, you want to do that. That's one thing. But kids, no, like you can't. Like no, if you're under God, 18, no. 21, no, you don't need to be doing. Look, that. if you were born, look, if you're, I'm not going to talk about like parts and stuff, but like, look, oh you look in between God. your legs. That's what you are. That's what you are, and it's like. 
you're That's you're hideous. pretending to be something that you're not at that point. When you're when you go to that point to say, oh, I'm gonna, I'm, oh, I feel like I'm a woman, so I'm gonna go get this cut off. Yeah, it's just it, it's you're mentally ill and you need help. No, nah, it is it is ridiculous. So I can't. Well, yeah, I mean, I just I can't stand that stuff. Um, I especially can't stand when they push it on kids. No, yeah, that's the most just sickening thing to me is just pushing that agenda on kids. And people are tired of it and people are standing up to it. They are tired of that kind of stuff. Um, Like, I don't know if you remember the uh, the big shooting or whatever that happened in the um, Christian uh, house, the uh, Christian school. Yeah, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Transgender shooter. Oh my goodness! People were upset because oh you did you you miss you 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 use the wrong pronouns to describe the shooter. It's a freaking school shooter. Yeah, and then they were counting the shooter as one of the victims, and so they were upping the like the body count from four instead what? of three. Yeah, I did not hear that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's amazing. Saying, and they were saying all this stuff about. Uh, there was all this, it was because of, there was perceived hate because Christians are transphobic. Well, the reason that the LGBTQ community is getting heat now is like I've said a billion times on this podcast is because they're, they're is because they're shoving this stuff on, on kids, which you wouldn't even get this hate if you would just leave the kids alone. Yeah. If you do, do whatever you want to do behind closed doors. Like we don't care. Just leave like, that. Why aren't you leaving the kids alone? Oh. It's because you're trying to push your agenda because you're because you you've done the wrong thing and you're trying to make yourself feel better. Well, it's a simple math equation, too. They can't reproduce. So they got to come after your kids to add to their dating pool. That's what it is. I get I get so pissed off, man, this summer when I'd go into Target and it'd just be kids merchandise with LGBTQ stuff all over it. Oh, well Target though. Yeah. So I don't yeah, I don't think that's why Target. it's Target. Yeah, we don't we don't shop at Target. We're getting that new Target. Yeah, yeah, are getting a Target in Pinehurst. Oh God. I'm never gonna go as much as I hate Walmart, I'm not going to Target. That's another thing. I just remembered there was all this stuff in Chicago. Um, it was in the South Side of Chicago. They're lo- they're locking all the um, th- all the shopping items in Walmart because of all the riots. Oh yeah, all the looting. Ple- yeah, places are shutting down from the looting. So for literally no reason. I th- and then there was that one lady who was getting arrested at Walmart, and she started because she was black. She yelled out, "Walmart is racist." I saw that. I saw that. That video is awesome. She's like, Walmart's racist! Walmart's racist! It's just Wait, it's which bigger, video? It's this bigger black lady getting arrested for shoplifting. Um can you play it? I probably I don't we don't want to get a copyright. Uh, yeah. We can we can find we could it's very easily just type in woman getting arrested at Walmart screaming police okay. are racist. Yeah, so California has a law where if you steal like up to uh 950 or if the item is below, I believe, $950, then it's not a felony. So you can still up to $950 and not have it. You know, it's like a small misdemeanor. They're not even going to come after you, basically. So really, I don't blame these guys for doing that. If they're not going to come out. I mean, I do, but like, I don't really blame you. You know, if you can go and steal up to a thousand, you know, almost a thousand dollars worth of shit and then go and resell it. 
But some of these people, I mean, they're like kind of big and chunky and stuff. Like you need to steal like some dumbbells, or, like a jump rope or something. Yeah, steal a treadmill. Steal yeah. a treadmill. Yeah. 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 Don't even steal a treadmill. Just run around the store. Yeah. No, but if, they, they let people do anything in those Walmarts. Like oh, there's yeah. people. Yeah. You got something at even... the window there, Greg. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I remember one time I was at a Walmart and um there was a there was a mom who called her son gay. <laughs> Yeah, and it was like a two-year-old. It, like it, it was still in the um in the high chair part of the um the, the the shopping cart. But they're gay, apparently. Allegedly. Allegedly. What's yeah. like the con? Like, why did they call him gay? Um, because he was moving around and stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes. Like, I don't know if he had a diaper. It was like you could have put some pants on him. Interesting. Ross, it was, it was, uh, like the craziest what, were you saying something oh go ahead go ahead it was like all the crazy stuff that happens at night at a walmart oh, i can't yeah. go to walmart at night i can go in maybe in the afternoon maybe in the morning the entities might get you the skinwalkers dude, walmart at night is another realm dude the one in southern pines has gone downhill dude i the last it's time disgusting I, last time i went there there's just kids walking around with backpacks in there i'm like Motherfucker, like, what are you doing? Like, you know you're stealing. Like, stop. Dude, so, as, as ashamed as I am to say it, I still somewhat like Pokemon cards. Oh, so, you don't got to be ashamed to say that. So, well, it's it's kind of different. But anyways, I go to the Pokemon card aisle sometimes when me and my, my girlfriend go to Walmart. And um, I'll go to the Pokemon card aisle. And there will just be opened up boxes and packs like that were sealed originally with all the cards taken out of them and they're just everywhere. Nobody does anything about it. It's it's in so it's gone so downhill, dude. It's disgusting. Yeah, well, I feel like if you were getting like confronted about it, you could probably just run out the store and just not come back to that Walmart. Well, yeah, but like I mean, let's be real here. The the loss prevention is probably a chungus that weighs three hundred pounds. I mean, well, unless you're a chungus trying to like take the Walmart cards, and you know that could be a problem. Yeah, that's that's where we have issues. Yeah. If you are the chungus, yeah, what then if it could be getting chased by a chungus. Ross, are you familiar with the term chungus? I don't think I've heard of it until now. You ever heard of big chungus, like the meme? Nope. Uh, we gotta we gotta show chungus? you big chungus. What? You're gonna love this, Big Chungus. Let me let me look. It was game of the year in 2018. Yeah, we'll share it on the screen. Oh my goodness, that's a fat rabbit. Yeah, Big Chungus. See it for the PS4. Yeah, when you say Chungus, you're referring to someone who's as fat as that. Very very large, rotund. Like I like my woman Chungus sized. Um. But yeah, that's big chungus. So yeah, I don't know. Just don't steal. You know, it's just like figure it out. Like figure out. Just get a job. Just get a job. Like most of these liberals, liberals aren't doing. Like they feel like, oh, the government can help me. Look, the government's full of crap. Okay, like they're trying to take. They're trying to raise taxes. Yeah, it's like for people who just don't want to go to work. Like I remember there was this. There was this mother in court. The judge asked what she does for a living, and she was like, "I don't work. I stay at home and take care of the kid." And she, and she didn't. She didn't have a husband. Yeah, and, and she was living with her mother. 
So, yeah. so basically, the grandmother was taking care of the child and providing for the child. It was like, just go get a job. It doesn't even have to be. It doesn't. You don't have to make six figures. I DoorDash right now. Nice. I used to do DoorDash. I loved it until they they messed up my uh, social security number, my PIN number, or something, and they said, "Uh, oh, you can't work for us anymore." So they, <laughs> I got booted. I got the boot from DoorDash. <sighs> Um, suck anyways. I heard yeah, I'm a, actually, uh, yeah, I'm I, I do DoorDash from seven to three Monday through Friday. I'm actually studying to get my uh, personal trainer certificate right now, so I don't have to do that forever. Who nice, are you going man. through? What was that? Who are you going through? The NASM. Oh, you're going NASM. I uh, I did ISSA, um, and I never got to complete it because work kind of hit me really hard, and I didn't have time. The time I did have, it was spent at the gym and then coming home and sleeping. But yeah, nice. Are you done with it yet? Or uh, I just started last week. Nice. What do you think of it? I, I think it's a lot. I think it's I think it's really good. It's really good. It's really uh, spaced out well, and I've learned some things that I had never really thought of. Nice. That's good. How, I thought like, I uh, thought when you got your certified, you would just go to a gym and they just show them your certificate, and then they would hire you. I was like, that's not how it works. Yeah. So what's the process like of getting the certification? Like, what does it allow you to do for like, I'm not really, I'm sure people listening to this don't really know too. So you have 180 days from when you start to get certified. And um, let's see, most people get it within, within 12 weeks. Okay. So yeah. And then when you get, when you get certified, you can, you'll probably have a job and it'll, it'll be like, you have an option of getting an internship through the NASM, or you can just go ahead and get a job, which is what I'm probably going to end up doing. What are like the, like, what do you do during this class though that you're taking? Um, So it's self-paced. So it's, they just give you like an online book. So you go at your own pace. You choose like how much you do. Huh? They have like little like quizzes at the end of chapters and stuff. Okay. And then when you're all done with that, you take the, um, you take the test, which is, I think, is 120 questions. You have to get at least a 70% on it. And then if you pass that, you get certified. Is the test pretty, like, easy to pass? Like, if um, You have to study for it, but I think. Are you going to cheat on the test? It's probably open book. Well, if this, I can't answer that quite. Well, I'm not <laughs> going to cheat. I have, well, obviously, I'm going to have to say that because this is on camera. But, yeah, I. If, if I study hard enough, I, I don't think I would have to cheat. Yeah. And honestly, if you do cheat, you're only hurting yourself. Is it pretty, like, common sense stuff? Like, just... Yeah. So, is it, like, a lot of, like, injury prevention stuff? Or is it just stuff about... There's, like, a bunch of, like, training stuff. Like, form. And, Good like, form. diet and stuff. Okay, and, like, so diet. There's yeah, also, like, the mental aspect of it, too. Okay, cool. How much does it, like, cost to get one of these certifications, typically? Um... I paid four hundred. Oh, I did. Oh, wow. a, I think it was. I did some kind of Black Friday or Cyber Monday deal. So I don't start my payments until February. Nice. Which could be when I, which I could be certified by then. But it'll be like eighty dollars a month. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Um, and like, what's like, you know, kind of potential somebody could like look at, like, you know, potentially making from getting this certification, being a trainer. Like, what's like the business opportunity? Um, so yeah, you could probably, you could get, you could get a job. Um, there's, 
most of the um gyms require the NASM. Like you might not even be able to get anything with an ISSA. Yeah. Yeah, it's really it's entry level. Yeah. So there's like there's stuff available at like Gold's gym. It's like all over the place. The only problem is is that right now I'm living in Harrisonburg, Virginia, and I don't I can't really find anything available because there's only two like two gyms in the area. Yeah. And planet I there's stuff available at Planet Fitness, but if you if you know you've seen me in the gym, you know I would not be a good trainer at Planet Fitness because they oh god they give they give members pizza and stuff pizza donuts I can't get behind that I would probably have to move because I'd probably have to find a a gym where I could maybe like a One Life Fitness or a Gold's Gym or maybe like a local um local gym or something. Yeah, so I'm looking online right now. I did a quick Google search and seeing in uh, the results for November this year uh, for personal trainer. It's saying in the top earners make anywhere from about $99,000 a year uh, annual salary, and then the average is around $65,000 a year. Sounds that's right. pretty good. Yeah, I think that's for the state of Virginia. But, yeah, uh, and the crazy thing is, you don't even need a college degree for this. So it's almost like no, I didn't no, even no. need to go to. It's almost like really? I didn't even need to go to college. But if you have like an exercise science major, like does that really help? Like kind of boost like your know, your credentials? Yeah, probably. It probably does. I mean, the thing was, I I left the uh, kinesiology major at one point because there was just too many like credits or stuff. I don't remember exactly what the issue was, but I ended up I got my degree in media. Okay. Nice. So like so, media, like social media or like what well, kind media of media? communication? Nice. I was trying to be a video editor. Nice. Nice. It was just, I still haven't found a job with it yet. So I was like, I was figuring I've been also getting back into fitness. Well, I've always been working out, but I'm getting my passion back a little bit more. Yeah. It's tough out there in the job market, man. I mean, I was I was working at Home Depot uh, at the Home Depot just at the distribution center for a while. Now I have a job with the county in Loudoun County, but I mean, it's tough out there, man. I mean, just trying to find like a major just in my degree field, I was really having a hard time. And then finding something that like you're already making that amount of money because you know what are you doing like even on DoorDash like what twenty bucks an hour about something it's like that. Twenty fifteen, something it, it it varies. Yeah, but so like you're trying to find something like if you have a job that's paying that, but like you not necessarily want to do it, but then like you don't want to go and take a lesser job, you know, yeah. and make less money, uh, unless like there is real potential to like grow and, and build up. And then like you know, it's it's hard out there right now. So I mean, yeah. you know, just stick with it. You'll find something. And to make things even worse, Joe Biden is sending the some of the the little money that we do make over to Ukraine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's send more. Send more, send more money to Ukraine. How about we send us some of that money to these homeless veterans that I keep having to give money to, which yeah, I'll I'll do it happily. But it's like I would, like they they put their entire life on the line for this country, and they're getting yeah. crapped on. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's um, no, nah, it's ridiculous that we let that happen in this country. So yeah, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> What was that? I don't know. I think I think something <laughs> just came through the the rift in Fortnite, and just rifted and hit me. But um, yeah, Ross, tell us about like your workout routine. My workout routine is um, so usually 
so I usually work out three days a week. Okay. Because if you um do if you do them if you work out hard enough, you're not going to be able to hit a muscle twice in a week. Yeah. So I so today I did legs. I did um. I usually just do Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. This week I'm switching it up. I'm trying Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Okay. So I did a superset of three sets of ten of the trap bar deadlift and barbell squat. Nice. So I would do uh, the deadlifts and then I would go right into the squat. And then I would do I did a hundred calf raises and then oh, I would go brutal. into um dumbbell lunges with dumbbell RDLs. Mm. And it was, yeah, it was, yeah, this morning was not fun. <laughs> no, I can imagine. I, I, I only, and then I went into the sauna. I only lasted four minutes in the sauna. How hot is your sauna? Like, are you going like a full like sweatsuit in there? Or? I, um, I usually, this morning I had sweatpants and a hoodie on in there. Oh yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I, nice. I've, I've been doing that for a while. It's like, I only lasted four minutes. I went out of there and I just, I just laid on the bench for like a, for like two minutes trying to catch my breath that's good yeah be smart don't don't get yourself hurt yeah and it was like usually like when you do that in the morning it go hard in the morning you get a headache like i still have a headache from this morning which is why i was telling you i might not have been able to stay on very long all right do you think you're dehydrated at all or um so um i think i think i don't think i'm really dehydrated now I'm thinking about it. Now I'm thinking about it. I got to say something. There's, um, I don't know if you drink tap water, but I found out that there's estrogen in tap water. Yeah. The what? Floor, or I've heard some stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been, so my brother and I, we live in this apartment. We've been drink. we've been buying a bunch of uh, bottles of water, like Deer Park and stuff. So that's another thing too, with the plastics in the water. I mean, I guess if you get a filter, that'd be the best thing you can get. Uh, bottled water is not bad, but like, I mean, it's just kind of like, yeah. man, like, are we supposed to be drinking these things in plastic? I think of that all the time. It's like Tupperware in the microwave. Like, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's not, not even just like that system. there's estrogen in tap water. I, from what I've just heard, it's just not healthy. Yeah. Well, there's fluoride in the water for some reason, which we can't really figure out why there's fluoride in the water. Yeah. Turning the frogs gay, as Alex Jones said, which is true. They did, uh, I think it was in Korea uh, recently. They uh, were able to change a fish's gender with soy. Like soy. Oh, God, I hate soy. Yeah. Why no, it just, Why it re- it? no, but it reinforces like the, the soy boy meme or like, you know, soy boy, like the term, like, you know, like they're kind of like woman like and, you know, because they, you know, they're actually they, it's true. Like if you have like a bunch of soy products, like it's there's estrogen in it and like you can kind of transition yourself so maybe that's some of the problem we're having <laughs> self-transitioning yeah yeah un- unconsensual self-transition unconsensual yeah but yeah i don't know i mean do you have like for your headaches do you have like do you drink caffeine like do you have coffee yeah, i take or? i take some i take um tylenol add olive and some of that we just ran out today i took your I took one pill today. We're out. I got to go to um, Walmart. Not at night, obviously, but when at some point I got to go get some more pills. Well, does your head like constantly hurt or not constantly? It's just sometimes, sometimes like, so I go to the gym at five o'clock in the morning. So yeah, most of the time because I do door dash from seven to three. I'm thinking I might switch it up and go 
like in the afternoon. Yeah. I think going in the morning might be part of the problem because you like you you're out of energy throughout the day. Huh. Well, I'm just trying to figure out why you might be having headaches. Like, is it just like caffeine addiction? Well, it's not like every day or or it's it's it it varies. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you might want to get that checked out. You know, you could have migraine or something or headaches. Headaches suck, man. I mean, I. I always thought that was the worst pain, having a concussion or just having a headache, because then you can't think straight, and it's like, it's it's very hard to get over that. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brandon, you want to tell us about your Milsom event you went to? Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, I just got back from my my seventh BB deployment. Yeah, um, you want to tell uh, Ross? Are you familiar with Milsom at all? What it is? Never heard of it. Yeah, so give him like the rundown. So MILSIM is, stands for military simulation, and it's it's essentially airsoft, but with real guns and blanks, still mixed with airsoft. And you have NATO and RUS4, so obviously NATO being all NATO countries and RUS4 being the Russian Federation, or Russian forces, and you fight a simulated battle on wherever the AO is. So it could be four or 500 acres of land somewhere, an urban training center with buildings and apartments and stuff, wherever it may be. And you fight with blank, blank bullets, airsoft BBs, all kinds of stuff. And it's like a simulated war. And I've been doing this hobby for years and years now. It's, it's so fun. Um, and there's a company called Milsom West that, uh, that's, that's been around for the last 13 or 15 years now. And it's a it's a veteran owned, veteran operated company, uh, and they they hire tons of veterans to to cadre this event and uh, help guide people through it and stuff. It's 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 fun, and it's forty hours long, nonstop. You eat, sleep, piss, and poop in the in the field. You don't stop. You don't you don't go back to your car. You don't go to a hotel at night. You can fight all night. You can sleep three hours and get your door kicked in and get flashbanged and get your base raided, get kicked out of your base and have to ruck four miles up a mountain and to find another. Like it's 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 as real as you can get, at least being a civilian. It, it's it's so fun. And it's also fun because you get to go with your friends and, and enjoy something together. Uh, so I just I just went to my my seventh event. I just got back yesterday, went to Blakely, Georgia, and uh First off, I want to say Blakely, Georgia is the most depressing, horrible place I've ever been in my life. Yeah. Uh, it it rained. So it's a 40 hour event. It rained for 37 of that 40 hours. It torrentially poured. It didn't stop raining um, for, for pretty much 37. You could chalk it up to 40 hours. It may as well have been raining. But uh, we we just got back, and this event was not like the one I just the one I just described was a force on force. So you have the Russian forces and NATO fighting each other. It's force on force. This was an insurgency style event. Insurgency means you have NATO, you have Russian forces, and then you got civilians. So it's like role playing a real life real life scenario. Um, and I played on the civilian forces. Um, and as a civilian, it's a really unique opportunity because you can own a business, you can run a taxi service, you can do any, anything like that. And, um, I owned a business and I was the, the mailman. So, um, we, we essentially delivered mail. (laughs) So we had a, a, 
an area designated for our company. And um, me and my buddy from Raleigh went and uh, we had a box where people, other civilians could walk up, other uh, NATO operators or Russian operators who wanted to mail something off to someone else on the field could drop their letter or drop a package off or something. And um, I know in 2021, we did the same thing. We did the mail, mail guys and uh, we did package bombs where we put airsoft grenades inside of a package. And when you opened it, it popped the pin on it and it blow up in your face. It was the coolest thing ever. But um, we couldn't do that this time because the ATF just banned pyro. Oh, so, that's gay. Yeah, they banned Thank pyro. The so it's it's really hard to come across. It's still out there, but it's hard to come across. But this time we we kind of we just delivered letters of hate. Um, <laughs> but it was it was fun. We had uh we the first night about an hour into the event uh is pitch black outside uh. It actually wasn't raining. It just finished raining. So the AO was completely underwater. It was soaked. It was terrible. Um, and me and my buddy, we got a letter from the civilian and it was addressed to the Russian CO. So the Russian commanding officer. And uh, we're like, okay, let's close the shop. You and me, let's grab our guns, put on our nods. Let's go deliver this letter. We know we knew kind of where the Russian CO was. He was down the road like a mile and a half. We knew where they were, so we went in that direction. We're walking down the road, and um, we noticed these two other dudes walking past us. We're going this way, and they're coming this way. And uh, they're in civilian clothes like us. Like, they have, they have, you know, guns and bags and stuff. And they're like, hey, guys, how's it going? You know, be careful Russians are that way. And we're like, oh, yeah, we know. We're going to deliver some mail to them. And uh, they were like, are those official documents? And I said, no, it's just some mail. And they said, oh, okay. So we kept walking and they kept walking. And next thing I know, I hear, run them pockets. And one of the guys runs up behind me with a pistol and he's aiming it right at my head. And they try robbing me and my friend right there in the middle of the road, pitch black, try robbing us. Well, the two guys that tried robbing us had their guns pointed at me. They were focused on me because I'm, I'm the tallest one. I'm the biggest target out of the two. They didn't see my buddy pull out his gat. He shot the guy who was aiming the gun at me, killed him. And then the other guy who was aiming the gun at me killed my buddy. And then he went to shoot me, but his gun didn't work. Nothing. He either shot it and he missed or his gun jammed and it stopped working. Wait, were these actual guns with like real bullets or were they like Nerf or something? They're airsoft. He had airsoft. Okay. I had a blank rifle. I had my AK, but with blank rounds. So, so it makes like the sound like you're shooting Ross, but then like it's nothing comes out of it. Yeah, it's no. just like it's it's the bang and the flash, but there's no bullet that comes out. Of it's it. a real yeah. gun, but there's nothing coming out of it. It's like no, what they use in movies. Sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he sh he tried to kill me, too, and nothing happened. And I looked at him and I'm like, you know, you didn't hit me. Right. And he's like, yeah. So I stepped back about five or six feet. And then I just unloaded blanks onto him. I just killed him right there in the middle of the road. And then, I, you know, we walk up to him and we're like, run your pockets. So it, it was a failed robbery. And that was like an hour into the event. I don't nice. know what they were going to get off of us because we, we just started. We didn't have anything. We didn't have any intel. We didn't have any, any kind of in-game currency, anything they could use. We literally had a letter with, with a penis drawing on it. <laughs> addressed to the Russian commanding officer. I don't know what you want from us. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's just little stupid memes like that that make it so fun because 
it's just it's dumb it's stupid but you're having such a good time and then it, and it started raining really hard and then all saturday and then sunday morning we kind of just chilled out at our business area and we all started we cooked hamburgers we we made steak it was it was literally the most meme time you could have and it was so fun yeah. and it was also mixed in some violence and shooting each other nice role playing yeah it was fun man it was fun it was it was silly but we had a good time we had a real good time ross a lot of you inspired to do this get into milsim um maybe maybe one day when i'm in my 30s yeah <laughs> but that 40 hours that's that's a long time it's not that bad, man. You'd be surprised. Um, Just under two days, like straight. Yeah. The weekend. So it's we we check in Friday at around we check in starts at two o'clock, ends usually around five or six, and then step off is at usually nine o'clock on Friday night. It's dark outside. Flip on your nods. You step off in your different directions. Game on. Um, and index, which is when the game is over, is usually Sunday around 10 to noon. So Friday Friday night, essentially, to Sunday afternoon. It's not bad at all. I didn't think I could do it. And this is my seventh one. And I, I love it. And I'm only 23. So it's good. It's, it's a lot of fun. Plus, I like playing the bad guy. So playing playing as a Russian is a lot of fun. I enjoy it, but it's oh. good. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I know Greg has talked about wanting to do it before. Yeah, I would love to get into it. It's just like I got to like get all the stuff, get all the kits and the gears and stuff. So it seems like an expensive hobby to get into, but definitely be a lot of fun. It's expensive, but it's like I told you, like I have a lot of stuff that I can give you to use. Like you don't yeah. have to spend the literally all you have to do is get a uniform because I can give you a gun. I give you the armor, the helmet, yeah. uh, I, not night vision. I only have one pair of night or nods. I need more nods. Yeah. But like, dude, it is so fun. It no, is, that sounds just, like a lot of fun. It's just, if you go to an insurgency, a force on force is a little different because you have to, you know, you have to stay up at all through the night. Sometimes you have to patrol, you have to do fire watch. So like you sleep three hours while one guy watches then he sleeps three hours while you watch and it, it's it's really taxing on you physically and mentally like a force on force yeah. but an insurgency event like i went to dude you can if you go civilian you can just goof off for 40 hours kill other civilians kill nato guys kill russian guys just be a menace and like have fun yeah and after 40 hours you've you probably slept you didn't have to you didn't have to pull watch you didn't have to pull security. You didn't have to stay up all through the night. It's it's so fun, dude. It's yeah. just a meme. It's a giant meme. That's all it is. That does sound like a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I'd love to get into that. Just meme around all that. What was the story behind that video you posted where they like executed that kid because he was like in that video that they sent to the Russians? Oh, okay, okay. So that that video. Um. Okay. So essentially, Ross, the context behind this. Um, in an insurgency style event, there's usually a, a whole government system. There's, there's a, a, a government, then there's like police forces and there's civilians and there's NATO forces and Russian forces. So the government of this event 
our the governor of our region where we were staying, his name was like Nikita Miroslav or something like that. Well, NATO or Russian forces captured Nikita and stole him from us. So we didn't have a, a, a governor. So they elected some random homeless guy from the, the homeless camp. Uh, and essentially the homeless camp was just people who didn't have like a business. They were just random civilians that didn't belong to anything and lived in tents out next in a field somewhere. Um, they elected some random homeless dude to be the governor. And he made a video after his election. He was like, come for me if you want to. We're ready for you whenever or something. I just make some like threatening video. And um, essentially, probably an hour after that, he was trying to investigate the NATO patrol base or the NATO headquarters, wherever all the NATO guys were staying. And uh, they happened to see that video of him and they recognized him from something I, I forgot what it was i think it was either like a jacket or a shirt or a necklace or something something on him that he had on the video and they're like hey this looks a lot like that new governor they just elected and then they popped him right there in the video and killed him not even an hour after he got elected he got assassinated so do you have to like become a new character after that or how does that work no you just it's just is he just still the governor after no, no, he's not the governor. I, I guess not. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's still, I mean, you can't just quit after that. So he comes back to life. Like we got killed several times. Like we got executed, but like <laughs> we, our excuse was like, oh, that was our twin, our twin triplets. Yeah. Like we're, was a, that was our twin brother just then. Oh, now we're under the third string brother. Oh, we're on the fourth string brother. Yeah. Like every time we die, it's just a new string. Yeah. <laughs> um, Multiverse. That just happened to look exactly and sound exactly like us. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, so the every Sunday before Index, before the game is over, they have a, a final meme battle. It's just like, if it's a force on force, NATO forces gather in an area and Russian forces gather in an area and they all just fight each other at the same time. So they'll one guy or one group will go to the top of a hill. One group will go to the bottom of the hill and they'll just meet in the middle and fight it out. Just kill each other pretty much until last man standing and whoever's last standing wins. Insurgency, I guess you could say is different. And let me add, there's no winning in airsoft. We're all losers. Um, <laughs> we're all losers, but um, an insurgency it can go any way. Civilians could side with NATO. Civilians could side with Russian forces and then fight the other opposing forces. Or like this one, Russian forces and NATO forces decide to shake hands, come to a come to a peace treaty, and kill all the civilians. <laughs> so Sunday morning, and it was great because we knew about this before the other civilians did, because our business, our our base was literally in the nato base so yeah. we heard everything we all the guys in the videos that i posted on my snapchat were nato dudes that were just hanging out with us all of them were nato guys so we knew what was happening when all the russians pulled up in a u-haul and they're like oh hey we're siding with you guys let's go kill all the civilians up there <laughs> um so right above our bases was the bazaar where all the civilians had their businesses and all the all the tables and tents and stuff were set up and uh Sunday morning, uh, I'd say at about like 8.30, uh, Russian and NATO forces geared up, got their guns, 
and immediately just ran up the hill and just started running up to all the civilians and just executing them, just killing all of them. Just killed just the whole mass town. mass exodus. Well, I noticed something. They didn't kill us. They forgot the male guys. They didn't kill us. <laughs> so me and my buddy, uh, we're, we brought umbrellas with us because what's more civilian than an umbrella? What civilian is going to walk around in a Gore-Tex military top? None. We're going to have goddamn umbrellas. So we, we, we got pistols. We put them in our, our mail satchels and then we got umbrellas and we just kind of walked behind all the NATO and Russian guys. They went through and just killed and slaughtered all the civilians. And we're just walking around behind them with umbrellas, just kind of watching. And it's the funniest thing ever because there's a video that I saw someone post and you see all these civilians just falling over dead and people shooting and guns going off, bombs going off. And you just see me and my buddy just kind of walking with umbrellas behind them. It's right. the funniest thing. It's a, it's a meme. Let me see if I can find the picture. Um, yeah. Where is it? Oh, yeah, here it is. I don't know if it if it shows. You can kind of... Yeah, there we are. The Umbrella Boys. Yeah, we're the Umbrella Boys. We're standing in the middle of a completely rain-drenched field um, where lots of civilians died. It was funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun, man. Just a giant meme is all that was. Sounds like a good time. It was. Sounds like it was a really good fun. Yeah, yeah. I had a ton of fun, dude. Ton of fun. I had a ton of fun being a retard for 40 hours. Yeah. I can do that every day, but. Yeah. 40 hours a day, 24 hours. Yeah. Now that sounds like, uh, much fun, man. Yeah, dude. So got to get into it. Ross, it, you into man. you into guns at all or anything or shooting or any of that stuff? Um, my brother actually does have a gun. I don't have one. I have to get one at some point. Yeah. I'm, at some point, I might take a class on like on carrying or whatever because. Yeah, get your concealed carry, man. It's good to have that kind of stuff. Yeah, because our some of this some of these um some of these people. I remember when I was in Winchester, there were some. When I was when I was working at Pizza Hut in Winchester one time, I took a delivery somewhere. I was knocking on the door. Someone came out from downstairs and had a gun. And he really? was carrying it. And he was like, "What are you doing here?" Was he pointed at you? He doesn't he wasn't pointing it at me, but he was car- it was what it was a big gun like with the strap. So what he had like a rifle or a shotgun like on his yeah. back. Yeah, and I was like, "I'm just here to deliver a pizza." And then yeah, that's definitely you doing DoorDash or you delivering. Like you definitely there are some like, crazy people. Yeah, because you go to some sketchy areas. Yeah. Like I mean, I just I didn't really feel comfortable. Uh, like when I was out delivering and stuff, I did DoorDash and Uber Eats, and I did a lot of Uber Eats up here. And so I mean, I just didn't like going around and not having my uh, concealed carry yet, and not being able to. Um, yeah, just I, I, it's a good. Yeah, it's good. To, it's better to have it and not ever need it than to, to need it and not have it. Yeah. So that's that's my philosophy. I, mean, I do have a pocket knife, but that's only going to do so much. Yeah, man. Go look into getting your concealed carry, man. It's uh, it's great. It's a good skill to learn. Uh, shooting's a lot of fun to get into. It's a good discipline. Um, it's just a lot of fun going out to the gun range and stuff. It's it's more of an expensive hobby, but I mean, it's yeah, it's really a lot of fun. It's a good way to you know to be proactive and like, you know, kind of taking control of your life and like having like a plan. If like something did like go wrong or shit hit the fan one day. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a simple, you know, something going on or 
you know, all that sort of stuff. I, I really promote that for, you know, people to, you know, be in charge of their own safety. Yeah. I wish I could start open carrying my AK. That would be kind of cool. Dude, just imagine just open carrying like a hand grenade when you're like in like a grocery store, like food line or something, just keeping people away from Dude, you. <laughs> I'll open carry my RPG 26. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool, actually. Yeah. But, uh, yeah now nah, you should you should get into it ross it's a lot of fun yeah i'm gonna look into it yeah do you like do you know, let, what's like your knowledge level like on guns do you know much about them or not just not mm, really? well i I, you I, that, at all? I i well i know that they kill people obviously yeah but, well people uh, kill people yeah people kill people people are trying these liberals are trying to get rid of guns Yes. Like, no, that just means that because they, oh, they'll stop people from killing people. No, that just means they're going to find another way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Laws, laws do not stop criminals. So if you ban guns, criminals are not going to follow the law. They're still going to have guns. Yeah. Of course not. Plus, it's your God given right to self defense, too. If somebody's like coming to, like, that's just a natural right you have, like, in the universe. Yeah. It kind of makes me think of this one time Andrew Tate got into an argument with a feminist who was saying, we need to teach men not to rape. And then he was like, listen, men are already taught not to rape. Yeah. People are told that it's against the law. The problem is some people just don't care about obeying the law. Exactly. But it, it, there's also a law that says not to steal. All People all over the world say not to steal. But it's like they're just going to – people are going to find a way to do it. Yeah. Now, like laws do not stop criminals. Okay. Never will. And this is another this is another good point uh that I tell people too. Uh if somebody says like uh if you're ever having a discussion and be like, Oh yeah, I think we should ban guns, we need to get rid of the second amendment. This is what you gotta hit them with. You gotta say, like, hey, you know, like I actually saw like a good movie recently where like only the state and the gut like the police and the government had the guns and you know, none of the civilians had them. You're like, Oh, what movie are you talking about? Be like it was Schindler's list. Oh man. And you'd be like, then you tell them, like, no, that's a horrible idea. Like, look what happened to those people. Like, they took their guns away and everything, and you're not able to defend yourself. Then the government can come in and do whatever they want to you. And so they'll be like, oh, idea. you can just call the police. Well, the police, on a good day, they'll take, like, maybe five minutes to, to get to the to where you are. You could be dead in two seconds. Well, that's the thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, the police are there just to write a report. Like, they're not, yeah, yeah average response time is, like, 15 minutes. And that's not counting you for out in the country or something. So you got to be responsible for your own safety. Uh, and then what I was saying too about like Schindler's List, like the police were like on the side of like the government too. So if you corrupt, you know, the police force and that the state and stuff, and just has where the state only has guns, you're screwed. Like if the state doesn't like you, and alienates you and comes after you. So, um, but yeah, guys. Uh, um, just closing remarks. You know anything you guys got to say? Uh, know what the heck you're doing. Know that, what the heck you're getting into before you before you decide to vote. Because <laughs> we've been like people have been saying that. Um, let's see. Michelle Obama said that Trump has had more had more than enough time to show that he was capable. But her husband had eight years and he didn't do anything that. Trump did for the country. That's right. Um, Brendan, you got anything? Yeah, I guess uh, based off the conversation we had, uh, Christ is King. Yes. 
Yes, Christ is king. Christ is Christ king. Is More king. important than anything else. Christ Absolutely. is king. Um, yeah, well, hey, Ross, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, really thanks for having, having me. Here. Yeah, man, it was awesome having you. Yeah, man. dude. The chat about the Shenandoah football days and all that stuff and just some yeah, of the yeah. funny memories there. Absolutely. And learning more about you and your experiences. So really enjoyed having you on, man. I enjoyed being on here. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Got to come yeah. back. Yep, we'll have yeah, you on again, absolutely. please. So, all right, guys, thanks. Hey, figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. out. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs>